Hi everyone, this is Andrew. This is the first in what is likely to be a kind of sporadic series of short episodes that I like to call Kaiju Bungalow. In our normal episodes, we talk a lot about the history of the movies, the staff and actors who make it happen, how the special effects were made, lots of things like that. What I don't get to do quite as much is gush about what makes each monster we're looking at so cool and interesting. I mean, every movie may not be my favorite, but pretty much every monster is one of the coolest things ever, in my opinion. So, I decided to make a short episode every so often, focusing on a monster that was a movie we recently watched on the main podcast. So, come on into my kaiju bungalow, pull up a chair, and let's have a chat. when deciding what to do with this episode. Do I talk about Godzilla, since it's the first episode of my little mini-series? Or do I talk about something a little more central than what we talked about in our most recent episode? And here's the thing. There's going to be so many opportunities to talk about Godzilla. There's only going to be one episode about... Megalon. Now, if you've seen Godzilla vs. Megalon, or just listened to our episode about it, you know what Megalon looks like. He's one of the most unforgettable and unique monsters in the Godzilla series. A giant humanoid beetle with drills for hands, and a giant horn topped with a little Christmas tree star that shoots lightning. He stands 55 meters tall. It's about 180 feet for my fellow Americans, which is about 5 meters, or 16 feet, taller than Godzilla when they meet. Although, I think it's pretty much just cheating, since a lot of that extra height is made up by his horn. It's like putting an antenna on your tower, so it's technically the tallest building ever made. Despite the fact that Megalon's only been in the one movie, he's got a huge group of fans. While I may not get why someone would say that Godzilla vs. Megalon is their favorite Godzilla movie, I totally understand why someone might say Megalon is their favorite Godzilla monster. He's weird, he acts like a big puppy dog, and he's so expressive. So it should come as no surprise to you that, while he's only been in one movie, he's been in a ton of other things. He's in most of the Godzilla video games that have been made, for instance. In Godzilla Domination, the weird Game Boy Advance fighting game, he's green for some reason? And he can drain the health from enemies he grabs? How he grabs with big dumb drills for hands? I don't know. And why they decided he needed a bunch of new powers when he's already brimming with lasers and bombs and digging and flying? It just seems like a bunch of strange choices to me. Megalon is also in all of the 3D fighting games made by Pipeworks, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee, Godzilla Save the Earth, and Godzilla Unleashed. All of these games are great, by the way. I love them to death, and I fondly look back on when I could have a bunch of people over to play it with me. In these games, he can't fly anymore, which, I get it. He can already dig and jump really high. He doesn't really need to fly. But he also gains the power of gravitational pull which is such a weird, out-of-left-field power that I just have no idea where it came from. If anybody should have it, it's Ghidra, but eh, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. At the end of the day, he's just so weird and quirky, it's hard not to love him. I would love for him to make a return someday. He's potentially a perfect fit for the legendary Godzilla movies, you know. 
Maybe not because of his appearance. Although I'm sure they could figure out a way to update him so he looks cool enough to deserve it. What I mean is, the Earth in the MonsterVerse is a hollow Earth that we know has had human civilizations in the past. Maybe Seatopia is somewhere down there. Maybe Seatopia is part of what got destroyed in Godzilla King of the Monsters. Maybe Megalon is in Godzilla vs. Kong. Did you ever think about that? Sorry. All I'm saying is, Megalon's got some legs on him. Figurative ones in addition to his real ones. Americans especially love that lovable scamp. And somebody is losing money by not including him in a gritty retelling of maybe the dumbest Godzilla movie ever made. Anyway, I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this podcast and to everybody who shares our episodes on social media. I'm really looking forward to moving into the future with you all. If you're having half the fun listening to our show as Amanda and I are making it, then I think we're doing it right. Thank you for listening. Bye.